Oh, wind, go away, go away. Hey, 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 everybody, it's Rev DT back for another broadcast. Yeah, okay, so I got a new phone. Thank God, and I am out here walking. Man, I really like walking. But thank God I got a new phone because the other one was really tweaked. So anyway, it started going when I was using it and just freaking out on me. And then pretty soon it kind of flickered on and off. And, you know, and the mic went out and some other stuff was going on. So anyway, so I'm back. Rev DDT broadcast. I'm broadcasting from Boise, Idaho. Right now, it's about 41 degrees outside with a little slight wind, kind of. Well, it's kind of gusty. A little gusty, not too bad. I'm over here in the neighborhood. I'm heading over to Albertsons, but I kind of went the long way because I like taking a walk, right? So, why am I on the broadcast today? We're on the broadcast today. I am your roaming broadcaster. So, here we go. <laughs> recovery. Talking about some recovery stuff. Recovering things in your life gaining ground, things like that, um, situations that are weird, out of control, but yet not, because they're there, you're there, it's happening, fate, is it real or not, fate, it definitely is, I can tell you that right now, 100% real, fate, okay, here's how I define fate, so we're going to start there, I guess that's where we're going to start today, fate to me is like this, you have a choice in life, to make choices every time you come into a situation. Wake up, you have a choice to wake up or not wake up. You have a choice to, whatever you're doing, you have choices. We all know this. It's in our face a lot, right? Choices, choices, choices are everywhere, right? It's a matter of what you do in those choices, okay? So you choose to go in a certain direction in your life. Say you choose to go this way instead of that way. The way you decide to go, you feel is a better solution for you, a better, it works out better for you. And that's good, you know? And don't worry about what everybody says because, you know, there's always naysayers and all that crap. That's all part of life. But we're going to just focus on the whole fate thing, okay? So in your situation, you make this decision to go in a certain direction for your life, whatever it is, and you go in that direction. Now you're at, you've just, you just entered a cause and there's going to be some effect now. That effect is what I call fate. But those fates aren't necessarily etched in concrete because in that you still have choices, right? To steer away from certain things that could go wrong in there by using wisdom, applying faith and boldness when you, when you need to, you know. Uh, wisdom is, uh, you know, knowing when to do something and when not to do something, too, you know. Um, and, and I think really, ultimately, we're, that's what we're really on is a path of wisdom of learning when and when not or whatever, however that works out. But we're not going to go into that. But you're at the mercy of sometimes just the cause and effect of the choices we've made. And a lot of times we'll bellyache about that. And I just want to bring something to clarity. Oh, that's a cool sitting place. I got a little fountain here, little stone bench and rocks under a cedar. Oh, that's really cool. Neat. Oh, I learned something new about your neighbors every day. <laughs> Some pretty cool ones around here. I head this way. There's people who love Bigfoot down here, and I know them. <laughs> Actually, they're friends. I've been praying for this gentleman lately. A uh, friend I got that's had opiate addiction problems for a long time. And yes, I do. I have a lot of friends that are dealing with addictions and all kinds of stuff. You name it. All the way from divorce to freaking, you name it, whatever. Infidelity, everything. Um, we all are. We're all humans. And he's good Christians, you know. And everybody's like, oh, wow, they're not good Christians anymore. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to hang around with you. You're labeling them as losers or whatever. And it's not right. People are people. We struggle. Christians struggle too, man. Believers in Christ Jesus struggle probably harder than most, most people do. And 
I wouldn't say as hard as the Jewish people have, but we're right neck and neck with them, because even Jews hate us. Some of them do. The whole world hates believers. I can see why, man. You know, just look at our history and look at the way we act. Just even towards each other. I got a close friend, man. Man, we've been friends for 30 something years and he just pop. Got a freaking something stuck in his craw about me. Never even asked me about it. Decided to label me and then publicly try to humiliate me, which is unchristian. Or is it? See, I have an issue with this Christianity stuff nowadays. Christianity is modern day Christianity. I run into pastors on Facebook. I have to block them out because they ask me. They start preaching at me shit that they don't first need to even be saying to me because they don't even know who I am. Never ask me, how are you doing? Just straight out of the gate, blam! I'm going like, you know, you, you just sink the nail in further. You just make my point even further. But you guys are all nuts and crazy and you're chasing after money and people and power and all this other stuff and you should be chasing Jesus and you're not. You're validating everything you're doing through Paul's ministry instead of Jesus' ministry. And God, look what you're look what you're doing to people. Look where you're at. Look where America's at from all this. Believe me, Christians are the ones at the core of this. Believe me, I know I sat in the churches. I listened to the sermons. I was part of the leadership. I know what's going on. I've been planning this for a long, long ass time. In the 90s, it was militant. Oh my God, now look at it. Spread out into the streets, went right to our Capitol building and tried to freaking take by force. Violence. The very thing that they say they're against. <laughs> Hypocrite. I couldn't, in my own hypocrisy, being part of that. Hey, bro. Are you there? No, he's not awake. The car's here, though. That's cool. <laughs> His dad's so cool, man. But anyway, these people are believers. They're cool, too. But I know people that aren't believers that are cool, too. It's like, wow. We all get along with each other in our neighborhoods. We all just... Mind our business to our thing when we have a block party or something, we're all invited. We all love each other when something happens. Don't we take care of each other? Yes, that's the way Jesus taught us. So why don't we keep doing that publicly? Why don't we keep doing that in our friendships? Why don't we why do we all of a sudden get fucking weirded out by some fucking superstition and go crazy on the other on people and fucking start marching against them and fucking beating them up and doing all kinds of crap? Why do we do that? Poison. Listen to all this toxic nonsense, that's not good for you. So, this brother of mine, a friend of mine, dealing with these uh, adobe addictions, right? Adobe. He just told me the other day, he goes, he goes, actually it was two weeks ago. He says this to me, he says, fuck, I, I'm really fucking struggling with adobe, adobe, <laughs> opioid addiction, sorry, adobe addiction, opioid addiction, right? And I said, okay. He goes, and he goes, I've just been struggling for a long time. And he goes, I just want to break free from it. And I said, well... You know, your dad's a believer, and I know you are, too. I was just, can I pray for you? He goes, yeah. So you don't actually mind anybody lay hands on you pray for you. He goes, no, not at all. Please do. I was like, all right. He goes, you got good energy coming out of you, and I can feel it right now. And I was like, all right. But see, when I was sitting there in the chair listening to him, and I could just feel the stirring on the inside of me. It's not me. Some people say it's empathy. It's God. It's godly empathy. It's Jesus. It's totally him. It's totally the Holy Spirit. I know these people, man. I've been doing stuff with these people for a lot of years. I know how he works. And I'm sitting there feeling him going, wow. I can feel the love of God just flowing to this person going, he just needs a touch. Just a small touch. Just an affirmation. You know, our small human hand touch that we touch each other and walk around, hey, how's it going, brother? And we pat each other. You know, that kind of went fucking to the side. Hey, hey, I'm not religious, so you're going to hear me cuss. I'm me. God said, be you. Don't worry about all that religious crap. Just be you, Daniel. And give it to him. Both barrels. I said, all right. I said, oh, great. <laughs> it can't handle both barrels. 
people run away from me with both barrels. All right, I'll do both barrels. Well, anyway, you know, I get some listeners and sometimes I don't. It goes up and down. It's all good. I'm trying to figure out which way I want to go now. I'll go this way. Head towards the school, back around the corner, head back the other way towards Alberson. So, anyway, so anyway, I'm like, um, this guy, man, I'm sitting there watching, listening to him and talking. I, I really love this guy. He's a dear friend. And I know he's struggling really hard. Struggling with everything, just really hard. And, and I'm like thinking to myself, this was me like 30 years ago. You know, this was me struggling with math 30 years ago, trying to help, say, asking for help. Please help. Pray, pray for me. Help me. Lay hands on me. Pray for me. Give me a hug. I need a hug. Nobody had touched me for years. I'm still like that right now. Actually, I got a hug from my buddy, Joanne. She gave me one the other day. Thank God. Actually, the last time I saw her. Thank God for that. That was cool. She smells real good, too. Thank you. And if Joanne, if you're listening to this, man, girl, that was a good hug. That actually made me feel better that day. My back was killing me and everything. I just lifted it all off. You see, a human touch is huge. Now, as I'm getting over older in my awakening process, because I'm still going through, it's still going up and down, my palate flipped again, can't eat. Uh, some things I can't eat and some things I can now again. So, you know, so I'm heading to the store for chicken, but I'm going a long way around. So, I have to have the protein. I have HIV, and I need it. It's part of our, part of the thing I struggle with. But you know what? I'm close to healing this, and I know it. I can feel it inside of my bones. I can feel it. I ain't very far away. And the reason why I know this is because of what I've been studying and what I've been back on the right track. You get on the wellness track. There's a certain certain wavelength, and you find your space on that wavelength, and just go for it. You know what? Shout is with everything. Every single thing. He wants some things to smooth out, right? We're all stressed out about money in our pocketbook, and they're talking about it on the news. Why listen to that crap? I don't. I said, why listen to it? I do sometimes listen to it to see where we're at, and they're saying the same things over and over again. It's the same news over and over again for, for quite a few cycles now. Just I turn it off, watch something else. It's uh, got some repeti- re- repetition to it and some consistency with it. In other words, rhythm, repetition, and consistency. And I put that on in front of me while I'm doing artwork and listening to music <laughs> at the same time, right? It's kind of bizarre, right? That's where I find my space at, though. Find it with some motion, things like that. You guys might have to have it still quiet. Sometimes I meditate where it's the most chaotic. Sometimes I don't. It all depends. Same thing with work. But work, certain kinds of work, though, I will not sacrifice anything for that work. And the artwork is one of them. Music's another one. You know? And if you're living in chaos zone, and I'm sitting there thinking about this gentleman that's sitting in front of me, and I'm going... I'm going, this guy's just like me. He's a musician. He's battling the same thing. We talk all the time. He's, he's just like I am. We, we see things really close to the same. I'm going, fuck. He's like, you know, 30 years younger than me. And I'm going, 20 years. Whoa, wait. Oh, at 30, he was born in the 90s. 92 or something like that. I don't care anymore. Whoa, jump back away. 39, too. Yeah, anyway. I'm not going to do math right now, man. I'm on a roll walking here. Um, see the kid. Hear the cars. See, right here on Owyhee Street, where I'm walking, there's no wind. But I'm going to turn into it a little bit. It's going to get breezy. Just slightly. And then it's going to stop. Oh, it didn't get too bad. Moving the trees a little bit, but it's above me. That's cool. Cool. All right. Away from school and heading towards Albertsons. You know. Weaving my way to Albertsons is what I'm doing. Walking through my hood, just checking shit out, you know. Because you got to kind of do that sometimes. You see what's changed. Because I got out and went downtown the other day, and she's my God. <laughs> that changed. And out... Out towards the dam. Holy crap. Out there by Barber Park in that area. Oh, it's all changed. It's all different. Okay, so if you're from Boise, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, whatever. Go look on the map. <laughs> look on the maps from past to now. and You'll see the change. you go, whoa, okay. I get what you're saying. Anyway, if you live here, 
you know, get out a lot, you see that, that alley goes for a long way. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, about eight blocks. That's a good alley walk. And see, I find these places to walk where it's soft sometimes because my feet get really sore walking on uh, concrete and, and uh, pavement and uh, living on a concrete slab with just carpet over it and some padding that's really not good for your feet. And so, and um, I got high arches and sensitive feet. And as I get older, everything's getting more sensitive. And I'm sitting there, sitting there in this guy's face. I'm going, God, he really needs fucking, he needs a touch. He needs peace for, for sure. Oh, I got that. I'm like, man, I got, you know, I got gifts. I share my gifts with people all the time. And they get healed from cancers and all kinds of stuff. Sometimes it's just relief in the moment. Thank God, man, I need that. That hug gave me that, right? It's like a hug. It's a human touch. We all need it. We may think we don't, but have you ever watched Alone and Afraid, those shows on, on cable? Check them out. Yeah, when people are alone and, and they're afraid and they get, just get, oh, start crying and I just want to be held, you know, and it, it happens. It's real. We need this. But we also need our space, too. And borders get crossed. We have to put borders down. Then people don't respect those borders. And you got like toxic situation going on where somebody keeps crossing your boundaries and just freaking says, you know, fuck you, belligerent in your face and all that crap. And you're stuck there and you're freaking going all crazy. And then there's somebody else going, that's living there that's freaking just, just, just way out of control. And I'm sitting there looking at this brother of mine sitting in front of me, this guy, this bro of mine, man. And I go, yeah, man, I got to I gotta pray for him. So I asked him, I said, can I pray for you? And he goes, yeah, and I did. I got up and I put my hands on his shoulders. I just before I put my hand on his shoulder, as I reached out to put my hand on his shoulder, I felt these sparks coming out of my hands. Now, this is in the morning. It's just a few mornings ago, too. So these sparks coming out of both my hands. And I was like, whoa. It was intense. And he goes, whoa, whoa, dude, that's incredible. I go, you feel that, too? And he goes, yeah, on my neck. I go, really? He goes, right. It's hit me right where I pinched my neck when I was sleeping last night. And I go, you got to be kidding me. We never even talked about that. First place it hits is in his neck, and he's going, man, this is crazy. It feels like a little electrical going, zzz, 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 but in, they're separate. It's not one volt. They're in different places, kind of dancing around. That's how it feels like coming out of my hand. And I hadn't even touched him. As soon as I touched him, just his warmth came over both of us. It came over me from the outside. It came over from me from over the back of my shoulders. It was like somebody laid a mantle or something on my shoulders or a, a robe on me or something to keep my shoulders warm, right? Sorry, I was moving my hands. I am on the phone, by the way. I'm so glad I got a new phone. <laughs> anyway, check it out, man. So this warmth on my shoulders, and it felt wet. And it felt down my back. Now my back starting, my shoulders and back are starting to sweat, right? It's cold outside here now. So this is in the morning, a couple mornings ago. It's cold. I'm like, well, man, this is crazy. And he goes, I'm getting hot. I go, where's it coming on you? Where's he, where are you feeling most hot? And he goes, right up in my, my belly and right here where I'm hunched over. I go, here, straighten up a little bit. See if you still feel it. We're sitting there playing around with it. I'm like, oh, I, he goes, you feel it too? And I go, yeah, my shoulders, man. I go, my, and it's starting to get so hot, my back's starting to sweat now. Wait, but there's a real beautiful rose here. I need to smell this. This one looks really good. It's a yellow one. Oh, God, that smells good. Oh, God, that smells so good. Ragweed's the only thing that messes me up. All the other pollens don't. And I love flowers. They're one of my favorites, man. Oh, especially those yellow roses like that. That was, mm, man, it smells good. So anyway. Hey, we're getting close to Overland. It's busy traffic. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up here in a few minutes. Check it out. So well, here's what happens. So we're cruising along, right? I get up and I go over there. I freaking I touch him on the shoulder. I sit on my shoulder. The electricity comes out. And we're talking about this energy and what we're feeling and, and, how, it's, and how we're acting. I said, stand up. So he stands up. You know, At one point, he leans up. I go, you still feel it? He goes, yeah, on my face now. 
I go, oh, that's cool. I go, still coming up from the center right here in front of you? He goes, yeah, like it's coming out of me. He says, but I don't feel hot anywhere. So he puts his hand on his stomach. So I'm still, you know what I'm saying, I'm praying, I'm praying in the Holy, Holy Ghost tongues, in tongues, you know, whatever I'm doing. And, and he's, but we're talking too. And I go, so I move him around, move around to the, to the left side, to his right, his left side, from his right side to his left side. And I have my hand on his back and I put my hand on his other shoulder. And the same thing happened. He goes, holy crap, this is crazy. And I go, stand up. So he stands up, right? Yeah, I got to turn away. There's a lot of traffic over here. So he stands up. He goes, he stands up. And he stands, he goes, whoa. And I go, what? He goes, it's like my head just shot up into this big, huge, uh, like this big, huge cone thing. Like it's, it's all over me now. And I go, from the head to, the, to your feet? He goes, yeah, but it's slowly going down my body. He goes, it's crazy. And I go, no way. He goes, yeah. And I went, whoa, that's amazing. And then it was over. So then a couple days go by. And... This is just a couple days ago, and one of my brother's friends, who I'm friends with, we start talking, and he lives kind of close over here too, and I just was at his house just a minute ago, he's not home, but I just walked by him, and none of we, we, he doesn't, these guys don't know each other. Almost the same thing happened when I prayed for him, and I was going like, man, this is cool, and I felt this electricity coming out of my hands, and so anyway, so I ordered some things from Amazon, right? And while I'm doing this order from Amazon, all of a sudden my hand starts doing the same thing. And I'm like, what is this? I could feel it. And all of a sudden, I could feel this. And all of a sudden, I look down at my hands, and there's these little blue sparks coming out. And I'm thinking, what the hell, man? This is crazy. So I look at my fan on my computer, and I'm like, well, it's probably the blue light that's coming off that thing, right? So I could go and turn the light off on the computer, right? On the, uh, on the whole thing, I turn the light off on the computer, on the whole thing. And, and what does he do? As he goes, what, what happens? Is the blue sparks still coming out of my hands? I'm thinking, what the? F this is crazy. So I'm like, I thought I was seeing things. So I put, you know, I did my eye wash, did all this stuff, got up, rubbed my eyes, walked around, freaking got out of there, got out of there, out of the room for a little while, walked back in there, and the same thing happened. And then it stopped. And I was like, what the hell? So I don't know if this is happening or not, but I swear to God, I can see it. And then, but I'm going like this. I'm going, eight years ago, or nine years ago, it's going into nine now, I just turned 60. All this stuff happened, started happening, shit started changing, but I never expected these kind of changes, okay? In, and it's cool because it's making life way more fun, but as life's getting more fun, guess what? The environment I'm in is getting so upset, it's gone chaotic at times. And I ain't kidding you, and I am just sitting there watching it go on going, wait, how do you, uh, do I put a lid on it? What do I do, right? You know, what do you do? Um, I'm praying for money. I believe it's going to come. You know, all that stuff. I'm doing the work, laying the foundation, all that crap that is coming up. But I just started working on that just recently. Just got there where I could. It took me all those years to get to a place where I was, where I could handle the stress of doing that. Because stress is killing me. And I found out some things about our brain recently. And revisited some stuff about manifesting. What kind of an environment you need to be in and stuff. And I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes our home environment is not conducive for where we're at. And when it changes, it's going to be a big vacuum that's going to happen, but it's going to be good. So don't freak out if you're on the same place, if you're the same place where I'm at. Don't freak the hell out when it does change. Now, I've had a lot of changes since uh, for the last a lot of years. But when it does take on that radical change and start taking that radical ship ride that you go on where you're on the high seas and ain't nobody else with you because nobody understands what the hell's going on because all your friends don't even get you anymore because you're freaking shifting and you're changing. You're growing up. You're maturing into that person you're supposed to be. Everything's going to get weird. Don't freak out and run away. And don't 
I don't even know if it's possible to go back to sleep, actually, at this point, but don't go back to sleep. I'm not sure it's possible, but don't. I'm on Overland. Heck, you turn away from Overland here and snake my way back into Albertsons. But, uh, this is normal for Boise here this, this time of morning. That's good. That's a 10.07, yeah, it's about normal. Okay, for the last few years. We've had an influx of people move up here from California. And i got to say something. If you're listening to this podcast, you're from California, don't piss off an Idahoan. We're not, <laughs> we're not pussies up here, buddy. People, don't get in our faces because some of these people up here, they're not, they're not nice like I am. Some of them are not nice at all, okay? So they'll just soon pull you out of your car and whoop up on you if they, if they had a choice. You know, so uh, there's a lot of natives who live here that are really, really angry about the Idahoans that have moved here, or I mean the Californians that have moved here and other people. It's because mainly because they're rude. That's why. It doesn't have anything to do with uh, being, it's, it's a rude, pushy, bad drivers. Um, just slow down when you come up here, that's all I'm saying. Uh, driving, uh, but just do with people. Take it easy, man. We're cool people, man. You can talk to us, be peaceful. You know, if you choose peace, man, you're not going to have any issues. That's true. So anyway, fucking, you look at this stuff and you're going like, God, man, how can you survive in a, in a world like that? And then you go and look up life and you think, man, everything's peaceful if you just look for it. It's there. If you create peace inside your heart, you're going to create peace out in your universe, out around you. And believe me, what you're thinking about your life and the things that you dwell on, the thoughts you dwell on, I'm not talking about your surface thoughts like, oh shit, that car just about ran me off. What should I do about it? Should I just let it go? Or he hit me. Should I just give him a pass? Or, oh, you know, should I turn the other cheek or should I just, I'm tired of people pushing me around. Maybe I need to stand up for myself. It's not about those things. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the very core, you know, your default setting, baby. Even deeper than that, maybe even your bios. Some of us need our bios changed, man. Either because we got some bad functions going on there and ain't letting our computing system fire up right. Black screen of death is right there in front of you all the time. Oh my God, I love everything as long as it's black. Oh, I'll wear anything as long as it's black. Oh, I'm living in darkness. Oh, I'm so depressed. You know, it's all this crap can be avoided. It's all up to you. We make we make the choices ourselves. If you look around you, you're gonna get the, you're gonna get the confirmations in life around you for the choices you make. Listen, I am. I've seen it too. I'm talking to myself too. I know. But look, I'm working on changing. I have been doing that for years, and I'm working on it. But here's why I'm talking to you today, because it's making a difference now, and I see it. Do you see it in your life? Because you're going to have to see it before you can believe it sometimes. I mean, you just do it anyway because you believe, because you got faith. But come on, man. Sometimes a little bit of seeing is good too, right? And you, especially when you get down the road, you go, man, I'm on the right track because I ain't seen that I am. Don't look like it because everything's all chaotic, and guess what? It's supposed to be. That's what's happening. It's supposed to happen. Your life has to shift in order to shift all that crap that you, that's not serving your higher purpose. Because listen to me. I'm going to tell you something right now. When I pressed into Jesus, guess where he led me to? That awakening. Peace out, baby. This is Rev DGT, and I'm at the end of my podcast, man. Broadcast for the day. Y'all have a good day. Don't touch your dial. I'll be right back. Rev DDT, Universal Broadcast. Broadcasting live across the universe. This is Rev DDT. Okay, all right. Got a got an announcement. I did buy some podcasting stuff, so um, I don't like doing my podcast at the house because it's, yeah, it's a fucking weird zone there. It ain't right. I mean, come on. The other day I found a syringe and a freaking washer underneath the freaking thing. I'm glad it was capped, but it was there. You know, so, you know, it's weird there. 
That's what I mean by weird there. It's weird shit's going on there. Yeah, believe me, I didn't cause it. I didn't ask for it. I just overstayed. I didn't. I couldn't help it, though. I, I just barely got here, you know. Just barely got strong enough to where I could actually do something about it. So I'm doing something about it now. Working on that. Set your plans into motion now. I chose what path I wanted to go on. I went down that path, and I'm going down that path, and it's great. It's wonderful. It's good. Shit's chaotic right now, right? It'll get even more chaotic, and it has. Got a guy slashed out in front of my house by a knife because some chaotic freaking meth head came to my house looking for somebody else. Or looking for somebody for a freaking conflict. One of my friends got slashed and I picked up a special you cut your hand off and jumped out there and said, Hey, get out of my freaking yard with that crap. And he left. Thank God. Took him to the hospital, dropped him off and freaking left. Went to Oregon or somewhere, wherever in hell he's from. And he's there. He's not welcome in my yard again. I know that. And I was freaking barbecuing freaking lunch for everybody, man. Get hamburgers and cook them up for whoever's there, right? You know, whoever comes by can have one. If I'm cooking, sure, yeah, of course, man. It's just how I roll. But that that's because of Jesus. He led me to do all this stuff, man. He led me to where I am. If it wasn't him, I wouldn't be here. So I got this podcasting equipment because one of these days I'm gonna do this in the house. But I'm gonna be testing that equipment here really soon. Maybe setting it up tomorrow, or the next day, or one of these days when I got a little bit of space where nobody's around, and I can just play with it. And um, we'll share a little bit of that. As we go. Anyway, y'all have a great day. I love you. I'm glad you're listening to the podcast. I'm for you, not against you. Just like God. Be for somebody. Don't be against them. Be for yourself. Amen. Peace out, baby. Bye-bye.